Hey friend, welcome to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast, where we are all about taking inspired action towards showing up as the most confident and authentic version of ourselves. My name is Jess Bergio, and I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur dedicated to sharing the behind the scenes of how others created a life and business of their dreams. Each week, you can count on multiple episodes bringing you an inside look at how you too can create the life and business of your dreams. Life and business isn't meant to be done alone. Join the Beauty Inspires Beauty community where we connect each week to share our goals, dreams, and aspirations every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. It is your girl, Jess Bergia, with my favorite is favorite, favorite co-host, Sarai Spear. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hi, friend. You're my favorite co-host, too. Oh, it's like when oh. you have your, that sister and you're like, you're my favorite sister. She's like, I'm your only, your only. sister. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine, but you're still my favorite. Even if I had more, you'd still be my uh-huh. favorite guest. <laughs> I love it. I know this has been really fun and I've enjoyed every single episode, like the planning of our episodes, the time we get to spend, you know, getting to know each other on the back end and also just bringing such different perspectives from how we both grew up in the industry, what we've been able to do, um, things we've tried on, things that have worked, that haven't worked, client experiences, like the whole thing. Yeah. We talk, we talk about a lot of stuff on here and I love it. I love, we, we go deep with this shit too. <laughs> we, uh, we end up talking about shit that a lot of people are afraid to talk about too. So. so, and I think that's why people gravitate towards us because we do keep it real, but we were also just discussing before we hit record, like we love to give both sides or all three sides of the story, whatever <laughs> sides we can share, because I think it's really unfair to you know, when you maybe listen to someone else's podcast or you see something on the news or you see something on social media and it seems very finite, like what they say is like the only way. And it's, it's tough because we're all human and we all do things in a different way. Um, Maybe we want the same end result, but we all need to be able to do the things on our own time and our own pace. So, you know, that's one of the things that I think you and I both share is an ethos for like, doing things that feel in alignment with you doesn't mean they're going to be easy, but it's like, you have to give yourself that space to like figure out how to do it on your own terms. Absolutely. And you know, uh, I would say be wary of people who say like, I have the answers and this is the way to do it. This might be one way to do it, or this is the way I did it. And that's cool. That's totally acceptable. But disclaimer, hello, there's not one way to get to an end result. I mean, you know, going back to, to when we were, you know, behind the chair all the time, Jess, you could cut a bob one way. I could cut a bob another way just because, you know, we don't do it the same way. doesn't mean we can't get the same outcome. Right. So I think it is important that if you, you know, you're listening to people, you're consuming content and they're saying, this is the way, this is the only way, like, just, just be a little wary, like question those things because use that as guidance but not as like the absolute blueprint. I have to do everything that this person said, um, that, that can become very unhealthy. So, you know, just, um, just tune into yourself, tune into your intuition, listen to your brain, listen to your gut. Yeah. And that's this, you know, I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts because I like to see how people are running their shows. I kind of, I get, I go there for the information, for the uplifting, for the motivation, the inspiration, all the things I always went to podcasts for before. Um, I love to learn, but I, I now look at them slightly different because I have my own podcast. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm always looking, I'm always like, oh, how did she start her podcast? How did she end the podcast? What is she talking about? How does she interview uh, he or she? And I always like to 
you know, pull something out of each episode that I can bring back that I feel is relatable to our industry, especially if it's not an industry related podcast. But in this case, it was an industry related podcast that I felt there were a few things missing. And very much like you just said, I felt like it was a this is the only way type of a podcast versus we always try to make sure that we are showing you that there's lots of ways and to to support you in any way that you choose. Now, we obviously can see there's best practices in certain things, right? In order to be successful behind the chair, you gotta do X, Y, Z. In order to create like consistency in your client base, you gotta show up like this. Um, nine times out of 10, those things are like the foundations you need to have. It's just like a haircut, right? You gotta learn the structure of the haircut before you can take it and make it your own. So this, we were talking about becoming an educator in the space or what education looks like, um, whether it's for brands, whether it's stepping on stage and speaking, whether it's running a professional page like you do, it's it, it all looks very different for so many people, but it was kind of based around the pay structure for what people are getting paid in the education space. And the podcast I was listening to talked a lot about it being a specific way or, you know, kind of almost minimizing what education looks like as far as how much people get paid and like she kind of pulled back the curtain on like the real real of how hard it is and how much time and dedication you have to put into it and i don't really think anybody gets into education thinking oh this is the easy road like i'm barely gonna have to do anything people are just gonna find me out of nowhere i you know i can half-ass it no i think anybody who wants to step into the education space feels called to teach feels called to share like it's probably in them to like bring people along for the ride like you and I are always like hey guys come with us come look at <laughs> anybody want to play with me um, <laughs> and with that being said like this is a perfect example we were sharing of how I knew you had an in-person class coming up and I invited myself there or I should <laughs> offered to come hang out be supportive however I could um, add my two cents if needed um, but I got myself there I you know found my a hotel like I didn't ask to be paid and you know the value that I got in return that someone might call like in payment um, was being exposed to your audience. I learned from watching other people teach and learn. I was able to feel like I brought some value to the space. And then people turned around and you shared your audience with me. So it was like, I got paid in several different ways that didn't look like cold hard cash or a check. And yeah. I think a lot of that was left out in that episode. And so I almost feel like it was my due diligence after 22 years of watching how different people move in the education space for me to say, hey, don't let somebody tell you just because you're not getting paid your daily rate at the salon that it's not worth your time to go step into the education space and start to play around in there and see if you can't eventually make what you're making behind the chair doing the education that you might love more or different, okay. you know? Yeah. And you know, when, when I first started education, anybody who gets into the education um, arena has a true passion, has a, a true love for not only what they do, but sharing that information with other humans. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I first got into education, I made shit for money. I'm talking the very first show I went to, I had to fly myself down there. You know, I had to pay for my hotel, like all of these things. And I didn't do it thinking, oh, I'm going to get rich. Like I want to be an educator to, to be rich and to make all this money. And, you know, I showed up and I put myself out there and I, yeah, you're going to make crap pay when you first start out. There's, it's just like with anything, right? You started an entry-level job. It's the same shit. You know, you're not going to start off making $400,000 a year at an entry-level position. And if you are, I want to know what the fuck your job is. Cause I'd like some of that, please. <laughs> but you know, there are other ways to 
quote unquote, make money. It doesn't have to be, you know, a cash in hand situation. Like you said, you know, Jessica put herself in front of me in my private education group. You know, we did a live together. We had a great conversation after. And because of that live, she had, she told people in my audience, Hey, reach out to me. And they did. And she hopped on coaching calls with them. So there's a lot of different ways to quote unquote, get paid in the education arena. It doesn't have to just be cash. You know, it doesn't have to just be a check. It's like, and I know I I said this earlier before we were recording, I know exposure doesn't pay the bills. I get that. However, Anything in life that you want and you want to level up, you have to work for, and it's going to be rotten pay. It's going to be, you know, long hours, or it's going to be doing things for free, but it's, it's not that way forever. And I think a lot of people get into the the space of, well, if I'm not making X, Y, and Z money, then fuck it. I'm not doing it. And that's your call. That's totally fine. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe looking, flipping the script and looking at it as this is an opportunity. And this is an opportunity to meet some people. You know, um, I used to think that platform artists um, and speakers got paid tens of thousands of dollars. Now there are people who do, but um, I'm doing a couple events this year. And I was like, I'm not making a tens of thousands of dollars. My contract has a couple less zeros, but I don't care. It's an amazing opportunity for me to work with these huge artists in the industry and to make connections, to make personal connections, to make work connections. You know, hey, come on, be a guest on me and Jessica's podcast. You know, hey, come do a takeover in my private education, those kind of things. And that to me is worth, you know, not making my day rate, just being able to make those connections. And I think that when we start thinking of things more in the opportunity range versus the money range, I think we open ourselves up to a lot more, a lot more good things. A hundred percent, because you can't pay for those opportunities sometimes. And when you go around thinking that you need to be paid, it's, it lands so much differently. Like I, I can't even really fully explain what I've seen happen for myself and for so many other people, but I will also put myself in the box of thinking I had to have it be the way you were explaining that it's not. So, you know, I knew what about I made during the day at a salon in in the salon, right? I knew what my hard numbers needed to be my goal number for the week, the month, all the things. So when I started to step into this coaching space, it felt like, like, a lateral move. I was like, so wait, I'm going to go from trading time and money over here, $100 an hour for my haircut to trading time and money or over here for $100 coaching call. I was like, why would I just move laterally? Like that seems dumb. And I was looking at it so like from like a teeny tiny little scope <laughs> and I, I couldn't see past the like tit for tat. Right. Yeah. And so I held myself back. I held myself back. And I did that when I got into personal training too. Cause I was like, well, I can't even, I can't do this over here. And I'm still a one man show. And I was, I was thinking so small minded because that's all I knew. And yeah. it wasn't until I realized that through coaching, I could open up so many other avenues. I I could have other things going on. I could diversify how I spent my time in order to grow and scale as a quote, one man show. And, you know, being a service provider behind the chair, there's only so much you to go around. You can only impact so many people at one given time. And so when I saw that, if I put a little bit more effort into the coaching, if I started to show up and do things even for free, that eventually 
the ROI, right? Your return on investment of even your time would pay off in the end. And by pay off, that means I've been invited to groups to hang out with people like you. I've been invited to speak into their groups. I've been invited to now be a, a, a paid host of another podcast. Like that wasn't even on like the scope of the spectrum of goals I thought I could even goal about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're going about stuff, no, like, my goals were so little because I, I couldn't even see that far ahead. And so it wasn't until I created the space to like, okay, let me just do the things that I'm feeling called to do and see where it takes me. Like sometimes that's the investment that you got to take on yourself and bet on yourself to see what is even possible. Um, by the time you guys see this episode, if you are part of Blonding Crew, the little cats out of the bag, like my powerful bad bitch co-host is going deep into learning all things mental health. She's getting certified in all of the amazing modalities on how to support not only herself, but to turn around and support you guys with more tools, more education, um, because that is what is speaking to her soul. Like that's scary as fuck. Like yeah. he knows hairdressing. I know hairdressing like the back of my hand, 22 freaking years we've had, um, yeah. we can go and do the thing and we have the result we know we're going to have. When you yeah. step into a new space, like educating or pivoting a little bit, coaching, mentoring, private education, like you don't really know what's going to happen. You have yeah. to have like kind of blind faith that <laughs> feeling called to do these things and to just start to step into it, even though you're not sure what's going to come of it. Yeah. And it's a, uh, it's a scary thing. It makes me want to pee a little, just thinking about it. Honestly, I'm like, Oh, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> but it's, it's true. You know, like could I stay behind the chair and do hair and for the rest of my life? Absolutely. I'm really good at it. And just, I know you're really good at hair. Like, could we do that? Absolutely. Would that make our heart sing? Uh, probably not, not you know, anymore. not anymore. Yeah. But I think it's and okay to admit that. Yes. Yes. I actually, um, I had a member of blending crew reach out to me today and she said, you know, this it's mental health week in blending crew. So I'm talking all things, mental health. Um, and I am working on my mental health coach certification. So she reached out to me and she said, you know, hair used to speak to me and I used to love it. She said, but I'm feeling this call to go deeper and to, you know, be a coach and help people. And I'm like, you follow that fucking calling friend, you do it. And, and I feel the same way. Like, I think I will always have a passion for hair always, but is it what it used to be? No. And that's okay yeah. because I love helping people. And I've always known I wanted to help people. And, and for a while it was me having hands in hair and having those experiences, those one-on-one -on -one experiences with clients. And now it's, I want to help stylists and I want to help entrepreneurs. And I just want to help humans. Like, I don't give a fuck what you do for a living. If you want to be a better human and you want to get past your own bullshit, like, let me help you. But it is scary when, you know, you're good at something and you're guaranteed money and you know, your capabilities then to sort of, as you said, take a lateral step. Yeah in faith and hope that shit works out, you know, and, and you do have that, that bird's eye view, but then as you move forward through this journey, your view becomes a little bit wider. And all of a sudden you, you see things from the sky versus under that fucking microscope. And it is really scary, but I'm telling you, if you feel that call and you ignore it, you're either going to be really miserable or it's going to get so loud that you've waited five years and now you're following it and there's nothing wrong with following it later, but you eventually it's going to get so loud that it's going to be fucking deafening. So yeah. when you feel it, explore it and you don't have to jump on it right away, but dip your toe in, you yes. know? 
Yes. And, and that's the thing about it is like, for me, I share that story, like the pain of not starting to do the things started to get like worse than the pain of staying in my comfort zone, like, or the, you know, just the comfort of staying in my, com my comfort zone. Um, and it, it, we all know when it's time to start exploring other options, when things start to feel out of alignment, you know, check in, is it me? Is it is the things I'm not supporting myself with? Is that why I don't feel like I'm in alignment anymore? Or have you just evolved into a new season of your life where, you know, you're ready for something different and you're ready to move through the next phase. Like so many people like change careers as they go, or they change companies. So their title and their roles are differently different. And I think in our industry, like once you're a hairdresser on the floor, building your business, like you're a hairdresser on the floor, building your business. So it, it you're, a, that's it. And I think if you want to step into the education space, you know, Sarai took something that she was an expert at. So if you don't know what Blonding Crew is and you're just brand new and you just found us on, on podcasting, Blonding Crew is her private education page where she teaches what started out to be global blonding techniques, right? So full blondes, color corrections, balayage corrections, like you name it, into now more of a wider spectrum of ways that she can help people. Yes, it's mostly behind the chair and it's speaking to hairdressers, but you know, she's exploring what it what it looks like to support that stylist now fully. And and as you you've had the page for what two years now, year and a uh, year and three months, four months maybe. Yeah. You know, how scary is it to start to bring in new things to, oh. to work, right? Because what worked yeah. in the beginning, like you're like, oh, I don't want to change it. What if they don't like? It's like we yeah. are going to evolve as humans, and so what you start with isn't always what you end with. And nine times out of ten, it's not. Yeah. So where you are now in your life, in your business, your career, whatever, is probably not where you were 10 years ago. You know, no, 10 not years even, ago, I wasn't even a mom. My life and business was so yeah. different. Not even, I mean, honestly, not even a year ago. And you know, like, look, I want to speak to that fear a little bit because when people drop out of blonding crew, I know business is business. Okay. And I'm going to get real vulnerable here for a second. Um, it's really hard for me to not take it personal because I give 110%. And so for whatever reason, when people leave, it's like, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? And then I start going, well, maybe you should go back to what you were doing, Sarai. Do you remember when you were only teaching here and you weren't talking about pricing and you weren't talking about boundaries and you weren't talking about mental health awareness? Like, let's go back to that. There's always that, that pull to go back to that. I call it the uncomfortable comfortable. It's what I know. Is it what lights my soul on fire? No. But there's always that like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I take it personal. Should I go back to that? And then I'm like, no, Sarai, it's okay. People are going to come and go. And there's numerous reasons and you're going to have flux in numbers. But if you don't follow your fucking heart and your gut, you are going to be miserable. And then guess what? You know, it we'll talk about human design for like 0.25 seconds. Um, I am, I'm a generator. And when I don't live in my happiness, and I am um, a sacral center. When I'm not living in alignment, I'm miserable. And what happens is I bring other people down. Mm. So for me, it's especially important to follow my heart, follow my gut and my intuition, even when I'm scared and like ends nights in tears because, you know, people are leaving and I feel like it's me. And it's like, oh, Sarai, <laughs> just keep going, friend. Just keep going. And the people, who are supposed to be with you will be with you. Those people who are drawn to you will continue to be drawn to you and you'll get to expand your audience to even bigger than you could ever know. But when you're in it, it's so hard sometimes, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It really is. And I think 
when you're doing something for the first time, like running this education page, there was no college on how to run a private Instagram education page. There was no, no playbook. There's not, I don't even know that you can really Google like no. the structure and, and how things no. should be run. So you can also <laughs> figure it out as you go. Yeah. And also good luck trying to get any information from like, let's say another educator, like no. they're going to fucking guard their secrets. I'm not going to tell you how to do that. So I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> Right. And so it's like, how could it not be, you know, like your baby and how could you not take things personal? But I think as you've grown in the last year and a half with it, you realize like business is business, like you started off by saying, and also like people need different levels of support in their life and their business um, as they move through things. And so if at one point someone's like super invested in education, they are going to be committed to being part of that blending crew and paying, you know, your small fee to be a part of the group. But if there's a point where they know they, maybe they got what they came for, like yeah. that's a win yeah. when, we, when people leave or clients leave us, like, you know, maybe that was all the time they could spend with us. And, and it's like, when you, sh when you shift your perspective to like, I'm so grateful I got to influence them for even a month or two months, yeah. or I'm so glad that they got what they needed. So now they can go, you know, it's just shifting your perspective to think like, wow, like, that's awesome. You only need to be here for a couple of months and you got what you needed and now you feel good rather than like, oh my God, what did I do wrong? Something must not be good enough for them to want to leave. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of salon owners, that is how they feel when they open a salon. When yeah. they open a salon, they've got a good team going and then maybe a couple of years in, somebody wants to leave. Yeah. You know, and maybe that salon owners poured their heart and soul into grooming them as a assistant. And then they've gotten on the floor and they help them build their clientele. And now the stylist is standing on their own two feet and having lots of success. And then they want to spread their wings and grow. I've seen that happen several times, several times over the last wow. 22 years. And without a doubt, every salon owner that's experienced that, whether they wish them well or not, like felt some type of way that it was yeah. they were leaving them. And my old boss, Rebecca, had Hyde Edwards here in San Diego. Like we had a conversation during uh, the pandemic when we got really, she got really vulnerable and transparent with me because she was like, no, I was so naive when I opened my salon, you know, almost 20 years ago. She's like, I thought if I built it, people would never leave. And she was so rooted in that. She was like, I did everything everybody wanted. I gave them everything I could possibly give them. I did everything, everything. And people still left. And she was like, I took that so personally. And I think because I was a little detached, I had already left. Um, I was like, really? You really thought nobody would ever leave? Like, you're <laughs> evolving human. Like, I had a baby. So like, I wasn't who I was when I started here, you know, nine and a half years ago. Um, and now I need a different you know, environment to grow into the next version of myself. And it has nothing to do with you or your space not being good enough. And she was like, oh, you know, it was like such an awesome, transparent conversation. And I think you can relate that to what you were just talking about. But, you know, in the different phases of our business, we need different things. And I know we're, we're, we're having a fun time just getting all over the place today. But I think we just are so passionate about sharing like the real feels behind the different phases that we go through in our business um, and the experiences that we have. And that's why we decided to like partner up and do these episodes for you guys once a week is because these are the conversations we were having during yeah. calls, during friend calls, during, you know, like commenting on each other's shit on social media. <laughs> oh, I had this conversation with Don Bradley. I had this conversation with Nina. I had this conversation with whoever, like that's the kind of stuff that sometimes you guys don't get to hear. And so it was really important for us to bring those conversations to you so that you can tune in and kind of just like feel part of part of the group, even if you're maybe not educating right now, or maybe your page isn't blowing up yet on social media. Um, 
stay close to people who are doing the things that you want to be doing yeah. and keep asking questions, keep putting yourself in their, in their yeah. circles um, and, and add value where you can and, and be ready for those invitations and those opportunities. Because when you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. No, I love, um, I love that saying so much. <laughs> so true. You, you can't pretend to be like putting yourself out there. No one can see you unless you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. And you know, back to the human design aspect as a projector, I didn't realize like I'm, I'm meant to wait for the invitation, but I'm also meant to like show up and say, Hey guys, I would <laughs> like to play. Just let me know when you uh, want to tag me in like, but I'm here. I just want to let you know, like huh. there's a, there's a difference between standing back and thinking things are just going to fall on your lap. And then there's putting yeah. in the time and the effort, you know, showing up consistently doing the things that need to get done in order for you to be ready for when that, when that opportunity comes. Um, and that's that's true. Also realizing too, sometimes opportunities, it it can, they're disguised. Sometimes they're distractions. Is (laughs) that a distraction or is it an opportunity? Right. So be, be reminded that like, just because something looks fancy and glamorous on social doesn't always mean that's what it is. And so that's why I go back to the beginning of this podcast. when I said, why is it that you really want the things that you say you want in your business or your life? Why do you want to be a salon owner? Why do you want to be an educator? Why is, you know, having your own private page important to you? So when you tap into that, why, and I do this exercise with all my clients, so I got <laughs> the ringer with it too. Like it, it helps you tap it. And I didn't create it. Dean Graciosi taught it to me. I'm sure he learned it from somebody else, but. Brilliant. He, and it's also uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's well, when you can get to the root of the why you're doing something, you can have that emotional connection to it. You stay doing it even when shit's hard, even when it doesn't pop off on the first time, even when you don't have a great launch, even when nobody shows up to your first in-person class, like it's those moments that, you know, make or break people um, because we don't all have instant success. In fact, most of us don't. And even if yeah. you do have some of that in the beginning, how do you recreate that? Because you don't really know what you did to get there. Yeah. Um, so with all that being said, Sarai. Hey, this is so good. We're like talking about all the things. I love I, this. I feel like today was like a church day. I've had a couple episodes today where I was just yeah. like, I'm on a good one. But I think I was I was really influenced by some of the more recent podcasts that I listened to, like I shared, and I just feel like there always needs to be like more truth told to what is actually going on versus like painting these like rainbow pictures of yeah, either scaring somebody away from doing something or like, or setting unrealistic expectations. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That, that part. Yeah. They always say there's three sides to a story, mine, yours, and the truth, right. you know, and I feel like you and I fill in a lot of gaps where it's, you know, like you said, you listen to a podcast and it was kind of like, whoa, wait, hold on. Where's the rest of the story? Mm -hmm. Um, You're old enough to remember Paul Harvey, right? I'm Paul Harvey. And this is the rest of the story. That's what Jess and I are here to do. Oh my God, I love that. Yes. (laughs) We steal that or borrow it. Let's borrow it. Let's, let's borrow it. And and we'll work on, um, we'll work on trademarking it in a different way. Um, But it's, you know, we, we've never been one to shy away from conversations and getting real and getting raw and, you know, talking about the good, the bad and the ugly. And I think that's, I think that's one of the reasons that we work so well together is because we're both very just blunt, fucking honest people and blunt doesn't mean rude, but it's like, okay, so let's talk about this. Let's dive a little deeper into this. Like, why are you feeling this way? Like, let's, let's hash this out, you know? And I, I think it's cool because again, a lot of people are, pretending to have all the answers or they want you to think they have all the answers or they want you to think that their program is the only program or this is the only way. And it's like, no motherfucker, that's not, that's not the whole truth. 
we're here to tell you the rest of the story. You know, side note, you know what's so funny? So I was listening to the Ed Milet show this morning and they bleeped out cuss words. And I was like, oh, Ed, oh, oh. Ed, when you're on my show, we're going to cuss. Uh, yeah. So I'm just putting that out into the universe. I'm sorry for all of those of you who listen who don't like the cussing part of our show. And, you know, um, I'm so freaking sorry for that. I just, I was born with the mouth of a You're not sorry. No, I'm not um, fucking sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, you got to be yourself. And that's what this podcast is all about. Be you. The be you yeah. and the word beauty. Because it is beautiful to be yourself. And this is yeah. a safe space for all of us weirdos to unite. And I had the sweetest message from one of your blonding crew people who is now an avid podcast listener um, saying thanks for being weird. Because I'm oh. weird and I want to be around other weirdos. And I don't yeah. mean to like label us or whatever, but... At the same time, we are also uniquely different. And that is the most incredible thing about this industry is we all get to individually be whoever the F we want to be. And that's yeah. what made me fall in love with this industry. There is no box you have to fit in in order to play at any level in this industry. You get to uh, you get to be whoever you want. And if that's somebody different, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> like do that. You know, if you want to be a girl one day and a boy the next day and you want yeah. to dress like a little, you know, like crazy person one day and then you want to dress like a preppy girl, you can do that. Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. And, you know, I think we're all weird in our own ways because everyone has eccentricities and weirdness and weird is not a bad thing. Like your, your vibe attracts your tribe, as they say, like, I'm like, hi, I'm a weirdo. Do you want to be friends? <laughs> Yes. Yes, <laughs> and all I, of a I have all these weird, crazy, awesome friends and it's, it's cool, you know? And I think living when you do live in your truth, in your authentic self. Um, and it's, again, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's, you know, crying and it's tears and it's insecurity and it's imposter syndrome. And then it's, you know, celebrating successes with each other. It's, it's all of those things. That's called the human experience that we're all fucking having together. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, we have hard days too. We have really tough, hard days where we feel the collective energy and we, we cry, we get yeah. in our own way. We have anxiety. We, I cried on the way to work this morning. Yeah. Uh, I, I only like half cried this morning on my walk and then I got <laughs> with my ADHD. Luckily a butterfly went by and I was like, Oh, I got, thank God for ADHD. I was like one feeling in one feeling out. I was like, cool. Okay. <laughs> You guys, we love, love hearing from you on social media. When you reshare the podcast, it means so much to us to get this out to more people so that they can be highly entertained uh, by the two of us now. But in all reality, um, we'd love to hear what you want to hear more of. So send us uh, your thoughts, your feelings in the DMs, share the podcast on social media. It, it means everything. And, you know, if you feel so compelled to leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, that would mean a ton. Um, but again, you can catch us every single Monday morning in your inbox, bringing you all the golden nuggets that, uh, you know, we've compiled over the last 22 years each, um, in the industry. So again, yeah, tell us what you think and we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out to more people. So until next time, be you unapologetically. Morning, with brains, with your lines,